my name's Steph Parry, and you are listening to the Fork and Spoon podcast. Yay! La la la. All right, we're back mm. here then. Yeah, we're back in here. We're back in here, thank God. I feel like the light's a bit brighter today. Yeah. Do you think it's the sun? Do you think we're actually in some sort of greenhouse and we don't know? I don't know. I don't think that's natural light. Well... My eyes! My, it was never <laughs> this. I think we might have to start putting suntan lotion on, Keith. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Welcome to episode seven. seven of the Fork and Spoon podcast. Well, I know you're excited for this week. I'm so excited. I'm excited for because this week. Because guess what I saw yesterday? Postman Pat goes to the Chichen Itza. <laughs> What's that? It's the... Uh, Is that a restaurant? Like, it's the fake... Pe- not pizzas. Uh, fake pyramids. Well, not fake, but... In Mexico, it's, oh. the, it's you know they've got those new wonders of the world. Yeah, it's one of them. Really? Yeah, I is went. the gherkin a new wonder of the world? Yes, I think it is. Is yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yes, yeah, so not the ones back. from McDonald's. No, <laughs> I mean they are wonder. <laughs> I heard. Okay. Yeah. That um, I have to be very careful here. That the golden arches that you just yeah, mentioned, yeah, yeah. their signature like snack. It's quite big. It's got two burgers in it. We can't yeah, say what yeah, it is. Yeah. Has to have a gherkin in it. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you should have done this for a stale tales. Okay. Has to have a gherkin in it because it's so full of sugar. If it doesn't have that balance, <gasps> it's technically classed as a dessert. Oh my god! I know. I still love them. I, I mean, especially I, with Monopoly at the moment. I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, so. but. They bring, they've got chicken ones in Amsterdam and vegetarian ones in Amsterdam. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you've quite grasped <laughs> what a vegetarian <laughs> is. That's all right. Just keep off the beef. Yeah. <laughs> keep off, keep off keep the beef. Off the keef. Keef. Keef beef. Um, no, I'm excited because of Endgame. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> Getting back How on the hell subjects. did we get there? I don't know. Um, that is, yeah, I'm excited for you. I mean, I mean I, I've been swallowed by the hype. Have you? Yeah. I mean, you should be. It's probably the best superhero movie of the decade if not the century if not the millennium if not the google flex wow i think that's the thing um yeah it's i mean you're gonna get my full review just to warn you it is gonna be a spoilery review oh, no. so it's all right i forgive you i'm gonna give you a spoiler warning alert 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 <laughs> amber alert um so if you don't want to know any spoilers of, of avengers well, Endgame. <laughs> Wakanda warning. Hopefully proud of me. I, I am. Well done. Thank I'm you. very proud about that. Um, then don't listen to the review section of this podcast. <laughs> unless you've seen it, of course, and then listen away. Listen and tell us what you think. What else have we got coming up, Estelle? We've got, well, apart from your reviews, we've got a couple of other reviews. I'm going to be reviewing some things. I'm going to be telling. <gasps> Estelle is going to be telling. Still and telling. I will tell you now, this week has been revolutionary for the world of Estelle Tales. Really? The world has caught up with me in the sense that I've found some things in the news of this week and like on Twitter and stuff. Twitter has helped me that have fitted in the, with Estelle Tales. That's amazing. The world is adhering itself to me. I'm so excited. I'm excited for a Line of Duty review because, oh, oh my God, I literally, my word. I need the next episode to come out now. I'm actually like 
counting down the minutes. I know. So I know that you love Line of Duty. Yeah. For me, my head's going to literally explode. Oh, yeah. So not only have I got the last Marvel movie, we're on the last series of Game of Thrones, which I'll be talking about yeah. in Geek Chic. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life yeah. after this. I'm going to have to have, get a boyfriend or something. Yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> just too invested in television now. I know. I'm going to be a husk in the corner. A husk. Good yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then of course Keith does the challenge this week. You yeah. nasty teaspoons! No, you'll love it. I'm really looking forward to letters. Are you? We've had some crackers. Oh, good. Oh, I'm Christmas so excited! Crackers. Absolutely, and it's only just gone past Easter. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so just to let you know, we have no snacks in here today. No, my just, God. Just water. You've got cucumber in your water. I know, I'm What's on a happened? We're in some sort of health kick. Yeah. Yeah, I am at, at the moment. I'm not happy about that. I did just have some cookie dough covered. I keep seeing all these hunks on the tube and I'm like, oh, I need to lose a couple of pounds. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not. I don't have that. <laughs> so I'm fine with my cookie dough chunks. Yay! I mean, I wouldn't say no to a cookie dough chunk. <sighs> what are you doing? Warm-ups? No, yawning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I needed to expand. I just see you as very professional, Keith. Everything you do screams professionalism. You don't even blink and I think, what's that a cue for the next item? I've started doing this thing where I need to sort of expel like any negativity from my body. I just walk along and go, Ugh! Oh, okay. Like, just in random places. That's weird. People look at me. The other day... Yeah. I, it was after I said goodbye for me to you. Yeah. At work. Yeah. I put my headphones in walking down the road and for some reason I don't know why but I just went (laughs) I do that all the time in this woman's face (laughs) is because the song the song was about to drop its beat and I just went (laughs) and this woman next to me looked at me like I just pooped on a kitten that is very odd Keith I know you do these odd things but that's why I know I don't know what happened immediately afterwards I thought I need to check myself I'm so excited for letters let's go it's letters Let's go. It's lettuce. It's lettuce. <laughs> no, not lettuce. It's lettuce. I'm not that much on a no. health kick. Oh, God. I befriend you. Like, befriend so we not only do we get a couple of really good letters this week from people, like, from all over the world. All around the world. We're not just getting, you know, letters from Sussex. We're not Western specific. No. Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> but we are getting letters from everywhere. And also, we've had some lovely, and I mean lovely, correspondence on the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, some people are writing we some have. lovely I've things. Seen that, yeah. We've also had a couple of negative ones, which right. I will be reading out as well. Amazing, that'll be fun. I love reacting to our... I actually love reading the negative and like... The negative. I think it's important that we express the negative as well as the positive because, you know, it's going to help us perfect. grow. perfect, yeah. We like constructive criticism. I mean, I we'll mean, block you and report you to Apple Pairs and... Lions and Tigers. I was going to say, I love constructive criticism, but everything, any constructive criticism you give is completely wrong. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Lovely. So let's start with our first letter, shall we? This is from Adrian in Toronto. Adrian Scarves. In Toronto. In Toronto, wow. Okay. um, Where is that America? I'm just finding it. Dear Estelle and Keith. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Adrian. I changed it. Big fan of your work. <laughs> um, I am really enjoying your podcast. The con- conversation between you both really makes us laugh. Oh. My wife and me are really big Marvel fans. Yay! And mm. can't wait to hear Keith's review of Endgame. Woo! 
Um, we saw it last night and we are still processing. It has to be the film of the decade. I said that. Yeah. I had read your email before, so I stole your idea there, Adrian. Sorry. Adrian. We hope Keith's look, um, looks favourably on it. You'll find out very soon. Mm. Uh, looking forward to episode seven, seven. which Here we're we recording right now. Regards, Adrian in Toronto. Oh, thank you, Adrian. Thank you. Big fan of you. Like you and Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next. Dear Fork and Spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, dear you lovelies. Oh. I like that. What a treat your podcast is. I'm having to spend a lot of time in hospital at the moment having treatment and listening to you chatting away is passing the time and making me smile. Aww. Estelle Tells is fantastic yeah. and I love Keith's passion when talking about passion. his favourite movies. Me I, too, I love that too. I have a lot of passion. Your conversation yeah. about knife He's got crime... got passion in his pants. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, your conversation about knife crime is so necessary. Thank you. Lots of love from Karen in Lowersoft. Where Lower the soft. hell is that? Microsoft. Microsoft. No, lower soft. I don't even know where that is. It's under the keyboard. Lowercase. Thank you. Well, we don't know where lower soft is, but we will Google it and find yeah, out. Yeah, we will. Never been. Is it in England? Don't know. I assume so. It sounds quite English. Lower soft. Soft. Let's ask him. Um, lower soft. Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. Um, this is from MN. I don't know what it is. Um, Fork and Spoon podcast. Boring. Always laugh at their own jokes. Reviews are irrelevant. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if you had to sit in a confined space with a sale talking to you, how could you not laugh? Oh, thanks, guys. And, I mean, mean, Keith's reviews aren't irrelevant because he cares about them. That's one person that cares. I care very much about them. Oh, everybody cares. No, I'm joking. I care too. MN or whatever your name is. Mm, (laughs) MN. Mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> let's Moving be nice. on. Everyone's entitled to their uh, opinion. Yeah, to their MN opinion. Um, hashtag, oh no, not hashtag, what's that one? At. Oh. <laughs> please, please just throw yourself into the lower soft century. Um, at me too. Oh. Um, love listening to it. It makes me smile and laugh. Brilliant content. Thank you, you two. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome, me too. Um, at at <laughs> theatre bunny. Okay. Oh, I say, is that the person? That's the person. Oh, I, I, I don't. They don't put their real names on it. I don't yeah, know yeah, why. yeah. I'm just checking. Um, loved listening to the to Bonnie Langford, oh. a truly professional performer. Really, she yet is. so natural and down to earth. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. The interview preparation was excellent. Yes, it was, and allowed I her agree. to shine. Shine. Well done, Keith and Estelle. Thank you. Thank you, Theatre Bunny. Theatre Bunny. Bunny. I call my mum Bunny. Do you? Oh, yeah, you've said that. It's weird. It's not weird. Is she Theatre Bunny? Hang on a minute. No, she's not. She She has left us a review. Yeah. But she's not that one. Oh, I didn't see any more. Well, there is a couple more, but they're very short. Yeah, she's just short and sweet, full of love. Great. Yeah, that's her. She likes to keep it simple, does my mum. She's all about the ambiguity. Or the abbreviation FAB. FAB. Yeah. Fab. I was hey, thank you very much for those letters. They were what was cool. that noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they were really, I'm, very, I'm excited because yeah, you know what's coming up. Oh, okay. um, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate all your correspondence. Please send us some messages on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. 
Aww. You can also contact us via email at the fork and at fork and spoon podcast at yahoo.com. Yippee. Yeah, send us some letters. Thank God I've just got that email. So I did something interesting. What? what? When I was out the other night, okay. Go on. This is not going to be an Estelle alcohol story because I'm not saying anything about me being intoxicated except the fact that I was. Right. When I was, I went onto my phone and I thought, what should I look at? And my mind clearly went to Groupon. What? Okay, went on Groupon and I bought... A voucher yeah. for a 60-minute session. Oh, my God. I'm really scared about what's going to come next. Um, uh, it's just a ruination-related session. Okay. Oh, what? For, for tattoos. Oh. But I bought this £36 voucher, okay, because uh, I saw that the place was quite near where I lived. I was like, this is perfect, because like, I've got... Some of them are so expensive in London, so I was like, this is going to be amazing. 60 minutes, can get all the ones I want in that time. I only want little ones. And um, I've been emailing and ringing them, and they haven't been replying, so oh, I thought, no. I've been conned. Oh, no. But they've just replied and said, please, can you send it on WhatsApp? So I've not been conned. Oh, thank goodness so I'm for get that. Inked up again, guys. Otherwise, you'd have to contact Groupon and say... Well, another bad, really un-group awful off. thing. Ungroup off. <laughs> An awful thing happened to me on PayPal, not my pal. Um, basically, I bought a ticket from someone for a concert but she conned me oh no she got my money then asked for it again because apparently it didn't go through and then blocked me on everything so she's got 40 quid of my money as well and I didn't even go to the concert oh, this is got you got to be careful guys and I rang PayPal well I'm not talking any rubbish about PayPal but they were not helpful I mean they said they couldn't do anything because it wasn't a business related um, transaction I've dealt with PayPal too and they've always been good <laughs> no PayPal's Very amazing good. oh that's okay. I like PayPal but I'm glad you said this, that because I, like, I was lying <laughs> this this was not helpful this scenario oh my goodness it so, was really tragic can you tell how tragic my life this is first world problems yes yeah first world problems so listen if you're buying tickets if you're going to like buy things do like that do everything legit guys do it legit because sometimes Maybe people I'm out there legit. will scam you here we go. Oh, my God. Okay, in my whole career, okay, of doing a podcast, all seven episodes. Yeah, all seven. <laughs> and interviews and... All two and, months of it. And Oot in the Boots. Yeah. Um, this is probably going to be the biggest review I do, personally, my for myself. God, my God, 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 I'm not ready. This is it, actually. We need a defib in here. We do, because I might, I might go at any minute. Okay. But, um, obviously, I'm telling a lie because Star Wars Episode Nine's coming out oh, in December, yeah. so that's yeah, going to be a big one, too. Do you f- don't you rate this? Don't you think this is more important? Um, yeah, I mean... But Star- it's hard to compare. Well, Star Wars has been with me since I was literally born, and Avengers have been with me for ten years. True. So... Still, yeah. this is mega. I think they're almost on par, but at the moment, in my brain, this is mega. So much mega that I've been, like trying to get loads of free merch because mm. I just want free merch really? so if anyone's got any end game merch they don't want send, send it to it. me I, I will wear it will, I will wear it all the time <laughs> all the time I, I saw it. people as I was going home they were going to the midnight screening and I saw little like Captain America shields bobbling along yeah. everybody was ready it's huge and people are going to listen to this podcast in 50 years time and go wow what a phenomenon yeah, they were. Okay. And so, all because of what you're about to say. Yeah. Um, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I liked it. 10 out of 10. 
Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> As if. Imagine. As if. I've got three pages worth oh here, but I'm going to cut it right down. I'm going to cut it right down. Let's go. So, hang on a minute before we start. Spoiler review. Spoiler alert. We're going to give you four seconds to stop now, and then we're going to talk about it. Ready? Right, if you're still with us, this is a spoiler review. Don't blame us. I know that everyone's out there going, don't spoil Endgame. But they're not saying don't spoil Endgame unless you've told people that you're going to spoil Endgame yeah. so they have a chance to turn off. Here we go. Exactly. Wow. Okay, so this movie is three and a bit hours it's long. three hours, one minute, isn't it? It was like, I was in the cinema for three and a half hours because yeah. I love the trailers. Me too, I love trailers. I made sure that I had had a significant amount of wheeze before yeah. I went in. Yeah, I did think about that. Um, no, I was okay. Good. Yeah, Please. I was good. Uh, my cucumber water is obviously holding well. Um, <laughs> so, the film starts with a very cold opening right. of Hawkeye I with his family. Chilly or, so- or sinister. Um, I mean... Let me just give you a little brief like flashback to what's happened. Okay. Thanos got hold of the Infinity Stones, clicked his fingers, half the universe had been wiped out. Oh, no. Including Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, yeah. Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Panther, oh, no. um, all of the Guardians of the Galaxy bar one, Rocket, and lots of other characters. Oh, the Wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it starts off literally during the snap and Hawkeye is there with his family and um, his family turned to dust in front of him. And that's basically no. the opening. And then we go to the Avengers, and they're all like, we need to do something, guys. Mm-hmm. And then Captain Marvel's there now, because she's been introduced in her own movie a couple of months ago. She? She, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Oh, of course. Kicks butt. Oh, um, she her. turns up, and she's like, let's find Thanos. Let's, let's get our revenge. Thanos, yeah. And she hunts him down, and she finds him mm-hmm. with help um, from Thanos' daughter. And when they... This is... Can I just say, this is all within the first ten minutes. God. They find Thanos, which obviously is a huge plot point because he's the one that killed half the universe. Yeah. They find him. They find out that he's destroyed the Infinity Stones. Mm. And then Thor... Mm. Cuts his head off! <laughs> within the first ten minutes! Oh, yeah. Because didn't they leak eight minutes? Yes. Yeah. And that's what everyone was freaking out about. I didn't watch the eight no, minutes. No, no, no. Literally, I'm not even kidding, when Thor cut his head off, there was such an audible gasp in the um, cinema yeah. that all the oxygen got sucked out of the room <laughs> and I nearly passed out. Do you need that deep? Seriously, everyone just went... <gasps> oh, my God. Because this is ten minutes into a three-hour and a bit film and you're thinking, where do they go from here? But then... The second audible gasp came ten seconds later when on the screen it came up five years later. Oh! I know! So, wait. So, it jumped forward in time after the decapitation? After of Thanos. Five years later. Oh. Everyone's still a little bit upset and depressed, blah, 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 yeah. because obviously half the people, they're all trying to find a way of doing it, but they just can't figure out how they're going to bring okay. everyone back. But then something happens. And this is so weird. Um, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man gets sucked into the quantum realm. And at the end of the film, he's stuck there because when he was supposed to be brought out by his friends, his friends turned to dust before they could get him out because of the snap. Oh. So Ant-Man was stuck in the machine. The machine has, like, been left unguarded for five years. And a little rat comes along, Ooh. crawls over the controls of the quantum machine. Yeah. 
presses the button and restarts it and Ant-Man returns. Oh, that's nice, convenient. So basically that rat is the saviour of the universe. Wow. And he doesn't even know. And he didn't, you know, what is the chances? I'm for sure Doctor Strange in Infinity War saw that rat and went, that rat's going to save the world. Yeah. Good old Benedict Cumbersnatch. Um, so, um, Ant-Man comes back, proses this idea to the um, Avengers, mm. the remaining Avengers, so that's Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Black Widow, and yeah. Hawkeye, says, and, oh, Hulk as well, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, why don't we go back... Mm. In time, mm. collect the Infinity Stones before Thanos can. Yeah. Bring them back to our time and use them to snap everyone back into existence. Right. So to do that, they have to go back into the all the past films. films. Oh. So they jump into Avengers. They jump into Guardians of the Galaxy. They jump into all these different films, and they're like. The, fi- the original films are going on in the background. Oh, my God. While they're all creeping around, stealing the Infinity Stones. It's genius! That's it's amazing. so good. And such a, you know, like, nod to those previous yeah, movies. Yeah, oh, well, massively. So they collect all the Infinity Stones together, and they um, basically manage to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make... During this time, one of the... Big Avengers dies, but I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. Um, they come back. They plan to do the snap. I'm just trying to edit a little bit. I don't want to give too much. But while all this is going on, Thanos from the past... Yes. ...somehow finds out that the Avengers from the future are trying to steal the Infinity Stones... And stop him from clicking in the first place, right. even though he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. In fact, it's weird because of this That's whole clever. because of the whole timey wimey thing. Them collecting the Infinity Stones actually then informs Thanos of oh, what the Infinity Stones so can clever. do. So it's like mind bendingly crazy. So um, I love that. So yeah, they get the Infinity Stones. They're all there. They click their fingers. They think they've brought everyone back, but then Thanos from the from the past turns up using the quantum realm to travel and basically annihilates the Avengers headquarters. Like, bombs it and everything. Yeah. So the Avengers are in big trouble right now, aren't they? they are. But then, then. just when you think all is lost and Mm. Captain America is standing there in the rubble about to be murdered by a horde of Thanos' henchmen, Doctor Strange arrives. Black Panther arrives. (gasps) Where have they been? The Guardians of the Galaxy arrived. When they snapped their fingers again with the with the Infinity Stones, it brought everyone back. Oh, that is nice. There's a massive war, um, and yeah, and then they have a big battle with Thanos. And I'm not going to tell you how that turns out. No, please don't. And at the very very end, we lose an Avenger, oh. a big one, and it's sad. And there's a memorial service at the end, which basically brings every single character from the Marvel Universe together and I was weeping Aww. so there you go wow. there's a, a few little plots like points for you people that have seen the film be going yes that happened yes that happened yeah. why are you telling uh-huh. us we know that happened but then again there might be non-Marvel fans out yeah, there that, that, just, well, that was interesting that just want to know so they can have power over their spouses true oh my god yeah <laughs> absolutely so um, let me just say from the beginning that I thought the first 45 minutes were very slow 
Yeah. Apart from the decapitation of Thanos and yeah. the five years later, yeah. I was a little bit like, uh, okay, I'm not quite sure. Really? Let's get going. What's happening? Where is everybody? Let's get this party started. Yeah. I was a little bit, ooh, to start off with. Mm. By the time they travel back into the previous movies, I was so into it. Yeah. I literally was bouncing on my chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the girl sitting next to me, she, like at the beginning of the film, went to her boyfriend, oh, don't really, I haven't really seen many Marvel films. I've only seen Infinity War. She was crying, she was screaming, she was clapping, oh, she was wow, jumping. okay. She was having so much fun. And, um, yeah, so... Um, after that, it just was a rip-roaring, epic, well-paced like strategically plotted piece of cinema yeah. that I don't think in my lifetime I will ever see again something so thrilling and um like unexpected yeah of course and brilliant and just like 10 years worth of movies have built up to this and they 100% pay off every question that we've ever oh, had from the Marvel Universe and um it's just epic, heartbreaking. It's just like an all oh, success. It's so good, and I'm gonna give it eleven out of ten. Yeah, because it lived up to every expectation I had. Um, yeah. Even though I did think the first forty-five minutes were a little bit slow. That's all right. Um, Needed to have a bit of pace contrast. Exactly, you know? it made up for it, and I'm very, very sad to see the Marvel universe. Um, this plot, chapter of the, this close. chapter, yeah, I'm very sad to see it close. Well, but in at July, least it went out with a bang. It did. Or a snap. Um, but I'm excited because in July we have the new Spider-Man movie, which is going to open up a whole new chapter for the Marvel oh, movies. Wonderful. Cool. He loves Can I just say one Spider-Man, thing? This is a massive spoiler, so if you really don't want to know, don't listen to this. But at the end of the film, the Guardians of the Galaxy get a new member. Oh, my God. Guess who it is? Who? Thor. Oh, wow. I know. So Thor is now part of Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. Groot. I think that's so fun. That is fun. 10 out of 10 from me. No, 11 out of 10 from me. If you've got any thoughts, feelings, please let us know on Instagram, Facebook and... Twitter. Yes, and let us know. Do. Yeah, so um, everything I thought came up with about Endgame, none of it happened. Really? So I'm I'm not going to ever do that again. Okay. Because I just look like a right... Silly Billy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the mouth word that I know. No, it wasn't. Musical of the week. It's gone now. Imanyama, give me a banana. Imanyama, give me that banana. Okay, so this week we're going to be reviewing on your request. The Lion King. This is a throwback for me. I've only seen it once. Yeah. I saw it on the day that I got my nose pierced. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, it was a pain for you then? No, actually, I just I remember being in there thinking, there's a bit of metal on my face. I just kept (laughs) looking at it. Um, But it wasn't a, a distraction because I really like The Lion King. Yeah, The Lion King based on the 1993, I believe, movie of the yeah. same name from Disney. Disney. Soon to be... ...re-released. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, it is. With Beyonce, yeah. amongst others. Um, yes, and James L. Jones did the original voice of Mufasa. 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 Be prepared. My friend Melissa does that sometimes. She goes, Mufasa. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, I like Mufasa. Um, yeah, so the musical, Scoot. I really like it. Um, oh God, oh, this sounds awful. There's so many people that I know. You're looking at the condensation on your bottle. I know, right? Um, 
there's so many people I know that the Lion King is their absolute favourite. And I do love it, okay? But I like theatre that is only accessible. Not only, but my favourite theatre is the theatre that I think is only really accessible when I pay money and sit on a seat and have an exclusive experience, okay? That's why I didn't really like Aladdin, because I was watching it thinking I literally could have just put the DVD into my telly and be watching this right now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with The Lion King, it is a completely different experience to the film. It's so much more aesthetically forefronted with all the like the kind of what do you call it like puppetry? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful, and it's got other songs in it, which is I really like. Like he lives in you. That's really good. He that's, lives in that's you. That's a bop. Um, and the costumes as well. I really like it. It's not one of the ones I could keep going to see, but I would, if anyone was ever like, oh yeah, I've not seen this, I'd say, well, you, you probably would want to tick that box of West End theatre. Sure. And it's just got such a reputation, and I honestly don't think it will ever go anywhere because it attracts so so many ages, and people do keep returning to it because they love it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm not surprised. No, I mean, it's The Lion King. Mm. It's, you know, if you like the movie and you like the music from the film and you like the storyline, you're going to love the musical. Yeah. Um, you know, like you were talking about the costumes and stuff, the, like, design of it is phenomenal. It's very good. You know, like the way that the characters wear sort of representations of animals rather than actually yeah. are dressed up as a lion. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be weird. Yeah. And, like, it's that the, little, yeah... Beautiful the puppetry is good. The scenery is good. Stuff. Um, it's been on London in London for how long? Like a year, twenty years or something yeah, to yeah. like that. So years. obviously, it's still very, very popular. I like it. You know, I like The Lion King, but like you said, I think I would actually prefer to watch the film. Me too. Rather than going and to the musical. It's just yeah. It's, I I just see it as one of those those different categories of like because when I talk about things like that, like the kind of Disney musicals. It's different, whereas because I'm really excited for Mary Poppins to come. Yeah. But that's because I know that will be quite different to the film. Sure. Because a lot of some well, bits in the film are animated, and I, I know that The Lion King is fully. I don't know what I'm saying, but basically, I just see it as quite kiddie theatre. I see it as the ultimate tourist show. Me too. Yeah. So me too. it's a show that if you want to come to London and see a musical, you're going to see The Lion King because you know exactly what you've got, you yeah. know what you're dealing with, no surprises, bish bash bosh. Yeah. I actually saw uh, the before I saw the full production in the West End, I saw the little snippet bit they do at Disney. Yes. I saw that and thought it was really good, but I I actually preferred that. Okay, so I'm going to drop a little like hint right now. I did actually work at Disney when Legend of the Lion King was there. Yeah. And um, the Rachel John was yeah. in it, who was um, Angelica in Hamilton yeah. in London, yeah, the original yeah, yeah. cast. And, um, uh, yeah, I think it works better yeah. as a quick, short, sharp, yeah. like, astounding I was, thing. Yeah, I was uh, astounded and in love yeah. with that. I mean, it rains on the stage oh, in that version. Yeah, I, I loved that. It was so good. Um yeah, what would you give it? Teaspoons? Oh, sorry, I thought there was something teaspoon. crawling on my leg. Oh, it's my I'd, rips and my jeans. I'd agree oh, with it's them. a thread. Anyway, <laughs> um, I would give it... Oh, See, I know it's a very accomplished piece of theatre, but for me personally, maybe like a six and a half. Yeah. God, I'm never going to see it again. No. I enjoyed it. My life wouldn't be awful if I had never have seen it. Yeah. I would give it a seven purely because of how it looks. Yeah. Okay. I love the the costume design. I love the I'm like six and a half. It's very, very harsh. I mean that's fine. 
Well, six and a half is decent. Yeah. I, I just love, like, the thought and the production that has gone into it. But, you know, I just prefer to watch the movie. Yeah. Because the movie's a classic. I just I... feel like, yeah, it's not really aimed at me. No. But I still appreciate it from a technical perspective. I think as well that the new live-action film... Oh, see... I'm not really fussed about it. Seen the trailer? Yeah, it looks it looks good. Yeah. And it's going to be emotional. Yeah. But I just think I kind of wish that they would make new. I know. The thing that gives me hope for it is that it's directed by the guy who directed The Jungle Book. See, so, I didn't like The Jungle I Book. I love The Jungle Book. It was really scary. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're saying you didn't like it because it's scary, that's true. But I just I don't like the aesthetics of that. Yeah. I think technology has taken another step forward that could make the yeah. Lion King interesting. Yeah, it will be really interesting. I'll definitely go and see it. Well, we can go and see it together yeah. and have the review on the Fork and Spoon podcast. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's my well. Definitely going to be my favourite today because I've got no idea what's coming up. Okay. And you bigged it up and I can't wait. It's so, Estelle Tales. Estelle Tales. This, do you know what? I'm going to go out there and say this is quite an academic Estelle Tales. Oh my gosh, I get I hope you've got your scholarly hat on. I mean, absolutely. Is that the pointy ones? My graduation hat. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, on? that would be helpful. There we go. Ready? Yeah. So the first one, as I was saying earlier, Twitter has helped me this week because a big oh. thing that blew up on Twitter was Innocent Smoothie... <gasps> Wait, let me finish. That was not the words I expected to come out. Do you out. know the, the, the smoothie company, Innocent Smoothie? Yeah. Put on their Twitter and all over their adverts, okay, we've got this amazing new drink and the best part is it's blue. They even changed their Instagram uh, and Twitter bio to we've got amazing drinks, blah, 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 and one of them is blue, Okay. Right. They put up all photos of this drink. Yeah. This drink is not blue. It's green. Very, very obviously green. Right. So what they've done is they have put... They've inundated their marketing and social media with this picture of this apparent blue smoothie. What's everybody done? Commented on it. Tagged their friend saying, Look at this rubbish. This isn't blue. People thinking, tagging their friends saying, I see this is green, don't you? You know the whole, like, yes, like the, the colour of the dress thing. Yeah, is it gold or is it black? So, obviously, within hours, number one on trending on Twitter. What? Because, and I've seen it now. So that's just, that, <laughs> I mean, no, but like, I wouldn't usually see things like that. I don't talk about smoothies enough because I'm not healthy and don't drink Well, them. you are what you drink and you're not an innocent smoothie. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm not going to try and be something I'm not, Keith. However, in this instance, I have seen this advert. Yeah. And according to the laws of advertisement and psychology, me having seen the advert makes me 50% more likely to go and buy that drink. And you're talking about it now on the Fork and Spoon podcast. Exactly. And every Everybody's talking about it. Just because... They've got so much free marketing. Just because they said it was blue, but it was green. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We have to try and find a way of doing that to get more listeners. What could we do? <laughs> we, we are going to have to... I'm going to have to do a conspiracy theory where I 
deny the existence of cutlery. Yes. And everybody puts up photos of Falkland Spoon and tags us in it. So we become <laughs> ambassadors of the Falkland Of the Falkland Spoon. Yeah. And everyone's going to use them everywhere. Yeah, so just we... to prove it to us. And people are going to be waving them at us and people are going to think that's just our fans. And our pictures would be like in the cutlery section, the home sections of every department store in the Yeah, UK. exactly. At Falkland Spoon Podcast. Here we are. <laughs> that's great. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't believe in fork and spoons. I don't think they exist. No, me neither. And I'm not even going to give you any evidence because I don't need to. Can you all prove it to me? Thanks. <laughs> Next. Uh-huh. Okay, this is the smart one. We're back at it again with the removal of the question of existence. Oh. This week. Okay. It's a big one. Okay. You're, you're treading on my foot. Sorry. <laughs> this, one, this one is... The moon. The moon? The moon. Like the moon landing? No. The actual moon? The moon itself. I've got stuff to say about the moon landing. Okay. Go on. Hit me with it. So, I've had to really make a... Look at all this. All these things Okay. So, I'm going to give you some history. Okay. There's a few theories that were thrown around about the moon coming to exist. First of which, I like this name, is called the Whack Theory. Do you know any of this? I know nothing. The Whack Theory. It's called that because, as it says, it's the story of a Mars-like planet, okay? they cannot, NASA cannot neither confirm or deny whether it's Mars, but the, the kind of... It looks a bit like Mars, basically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, it's not Mars. Collided with Earth and a small bit of Earth came off. And this was that's this is true. This was, this was the like, and a small bit of a cable. This was, was it Finland? This was, yes. Oh my god, that's where it is. We're getting letters from space. Okay, so this was the like renowned theory. Okay. Okay. This theory changed in 1975. Not that long ago. No. Saying this is even better that this collision actually happened twice and it was the second time that this Marsy planet, not Marsy planet, don't get confused, uh, yeah. hit Earth and made the moon. Okay? This is known as the giant impact hypothesis. Okay? Right. I'm, I'm still with you. Well, I, I, you might be, but not many people are. And okay. the truth is that physicians and NASA.com don't really know where the moon came from. What? Because in terms of practical physics, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> this is Because nuts. it orbits. Yeah. Okay. It goes around. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it gets around. It has a it's bigger in capacity than Pluto. Right. It's not considered a planet though. That's weird. It's a satellite, isn't it? right? I remember that from school. Yeah, it's a, it's a satellite. satellite. Yeah. But not a like, satellite like in the sense that it's yeah. not a bit of technology. Yeah. Okay, but that's weird. <laughs> so I just thought I'd throw that in there about Pluto. Okay. okay. There's also another reason why I think this, and it's the hollowed moon theory. When I say practically, okay, yeah. the gravitational force that the moon has on the Earth, Yeah. Pluto should have that same force on other planets. Okay. Okay? Yeah. But even though it's smaller, it doesn't. Pluto doesn't orbit. The moon is heavier and does orbit. That right. doesn't really make sense. No. So, 
this is where the hollowed I put hollow mood I meant to say hollow moon theory comes in and it's that the moon is a hollowed out planetoid okay this was caused by a collision but it hit another whack it hit another (laughs) mass rock about 50 years ago 50? (laughs) maybe I meant 500 (laughs) 500? I don't know 5,000 5 million? whenever it was oh hang on something's happened in which it was reported oh no this is right so this is like new evidence found okay so something hit the moon and they have stuff on the moon the so apparent moon that measures it's like wavelengths and stuff it's it it has a little look every now and then okay yeah um which is where how they were able to figure out that they were able to get there and land on it apparently we will discuss that in a moment right um and so this thing hit the moon and it was reported that there were vibrations going on within the moon for over three weeks okay right as in something hit it and the reverb was still it was going (laughs) for three weeks what okay and given its dimensions that would only be possible if it was completely hollow oh my goodness okay so, when we think about the gravitational force that the moon has on Earth... Yeah. Okay, controls the tides. It's got a big, big foot in the water, literally. Yeah, yeah. It knows what it's doing. It's not possible for the moon to be hollow because the moon would be constantly in very, very speedy orbit if it was hollow because it wouldn't really weigh anything. Yeah. Well, not much. Um, which furthers the moon... No, it doesn't further the theory that the moon just doesn't exist. And all this wave wavelength stuff and all about the waves moving is controlled by other things. Not the moon. The moon doesn't do anything. And it's a facade. What? Okay. My theory is that it is a large satellite. Yes. But an actual technological satellite, okay? Right. up there by because you can't see other planets unless you have a telescope you can see the moon very very clearly and there are sometimes some days that it is very very close to us and very very far away from us okay in the sense your face uh, <laughs> in the sense that it's not a consistently located I know orbits yeah but the distance between us and the moon shouldn't change right okay so are we saying that we put it up there or aliens Give me a minute. Wow, here we go. No, but to carry it, just to finish off on that, the the thing about the moon landing is, I I don't know how I feel about the moon landing. I do feel like it maybe didn't happen. And the main reason I feel like that is to do with the flag waving. Yes, I've seen it. I don't so get There is that. a theory, I know a little bit about this. Yeah. There is a theory that Stanley Kubrick, director of 2001 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. actually filmed and orchestrated, was brought in by the government to film the fake moon landing. Yeah, yeah. I love that theory. Me too. Um, and he was never... He never answered questions on it. Whenever anyone asked him, he went, oh, I don't want to talk about that. No. He never went, no, I didn't. Yeah. He just went, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a story. Well, another part of this theory is that you... I've really thought about this. Kid. You have. Is I'm that... literally... My jaw is on the floor, right? <laughs> It's because, you know, we have the eclipse. Is. Yes. Don't know what the plural of that word is. Eclipsar. Eclipsar, yeah. Well, isn't it convenient <laughs> that the moon and sun 
cover each other perfectly. Okay. Yeah. So I think that it is a kind of a government or NASA implemented thing that happens because with climate change and that, the if we didn't have eclipse eye, says, okay, stop <laughs> yes. then the world would get too hot and explode. Apparently, there's more eclipses than we actually are aware of. They happen very constantly and they're starting to happen more constantly, which yeah. could be controlled by humans yeah because where the world's getting hotter if there weren't those moments that the sun was completely covered then we would be on fire what i know this is nuts i know you are changing my perspective on everything so my theory is either that about the satellite that's been put up there um and it's location alters its location constantly based upon the world that's what i think or it is the creation of alien intelligence, okay? What? Oh, oh, my God, this is getting even more technical. Because, the reason I think this, it's been found that rocks found on the moon are said to have the same elements within them to create plutonium. Plutonium, oh. as we know from yes. Back to the Future, Can power very hard to get your hands on. Also the okay? main element in nuclear devices. Yes, but the creatures on the moon have loads of it because it's in their rocks. Okay, what? in the same way we've got loads of salt because we've got salt rocks and flint <laughs> and stuff, you know? Yeah. Stuff you make put in your garden and your patio because we've got loads of it. And, you, and your spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, these aliens must be so far advanced with, oh, this is actually funny. I've just remembered what this theory comes to with their technology and their elements that they've got. That they are really technologically advanced to the extent that they have plutonium or whatever similar high elements to just that's what they use to like work everything. And so they have like five trillion wattage light bulbs. Oh my God. Okay, like which ma- yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, which is what we see, and the moon's so bright. So oh they're just God. us, but they've got they, they've not got energy saver. They don't need it. They, they don't they've need got it. loads of plutonium. So what we actually see is it's really bright. It's just really bright. It's oh just they're living gosh. their life, and sometimes they turn it off, and that's when eclipses happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes the, the or another theory. This is just a little. Can you say one. sometimes the dad alien is like, "Kids, you've left the light on yeah, again. Exactly, exactly. Turn it off. Turn it off." And the eclipse happens. Or, it's, this is far more believable. Okay. It's just a 1830s. American Spring Break college student massive white party that's relocated from Ibiza to the moon and they, I mean, they all use like varnish or Percy or whatever and their tops are so bright that they can be seen from space. (laughs) 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 That is my final theory. Oh my goodness. That was good I'm going to have to give you a round Oh, thanks. That That was in depth. Yet. Thank you very much. That was so in depth. So now, guys... What, what, what's our tally now? We don't have Finland. We don't have J.K. Rowling. We don't have um, M- 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 Melania Trump. Oh, yeah. No, definitely <laughs> not. Uh, we we don't even have a name. have the moon. No. Oh, my goodness. We're running out of things. Well, we don't have Keith, but, I mean, we're not talking about that. We'll talk about Just that to let week. you know, guys, that when Estelle was talking about Mars, okay, other chocolate bars are available. <laughs> 
I love it so much. I just can't believe it. Like, this series blows my mind. Go on, Estelle. No, I can't. Okay, you want me to? Yeah. Right, so... To be honest, you're going to have to give me a bit of a recap of what happened in that episode. So, what's happening now is... Oh my God, I just remembered. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay, so basically, um, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to give the shock away quickly. Yeah. The main character... Yep. Got... John, is that name? Yeah. Killed. Oh my god, it was amazing. He got his throat slit. Yeah. He was trying to rescue a group of girls that had been kidnapped and were as a livestock. And we're gonna be put into slacks slacks. 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 Punishment enough. This isn't funny. Sex slavery. It was horrible. It was really horrible. That scene just turned around so quickly. That scene is amazing. Yeah, it was. So he was basically gonna try and rescue the girls by holding like the group that had kidnapped them hostage of which he was a part of yes um he um held them all at hostage with a gun mm-hmm. went to the girls to free them there was a man in there like pretending to abuse them but he wasn't no and then it was a trap they came up behind him and slit his throat. throat oh my nasty god it gash. happened nasty gash indeed it happened so quickly it was crazy I literally and I'm not lying people think no oh, you didn't do that I mean I did I really I fell really off the bed gasped. and had to lay on the floor it was amazing for a couple of minutes it was amazing I'm not gonna lie the, the episode was a bit slow up until that because yeah. you I watched it a bit late and you texted me being like oh my god and I was like have I missed something massive? Has, has Miss Scar Q messed up and skipped 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, that last... It was literally like the last three minutes. Yeah. Now let's talk about the um, the spelling mistake. Oh, yes. Definitely. De- let's definitely talk about that. Let's definitely talk about definitely. Yeah. So um, in the This has episode... been refrained yes. from a previous episode. Sure. So the episode previously... When the bad guy, when H, H was writing question mark, question to mark. the what's the abbreviation OCG? Yeah. To the OCG, the o- they misspelt the word definitely. definitely during the communication. Yeah. Now in this scene, Hastings, the lovely loyal Hastings, Who so we think was very keen to take over the webcam conversation. The, basically, the police took over um, the conversation and mimicked H communicating with the OCG mm-hmm. so they managed to intercept their communications and pretended to be H yeah Hastings took over and was yeah. typing and misspelt the word definitely. definitely again oh my goodness so I thought but sorry can I just say go on we know well I think the way that it's been filmed so far has led us to think that Hastings has knows about these conversations yeah whether he's on the other end of them or not because he wanted to get rid of that laptop quick sticks absolutely and i so i think he is either on the other end of it or uh but i still think he's good i'm team hastings or he is looking at them and witnessing them okay yeah. taking it all in not necessarily being involved just like a bystander like he's and on, did a, that he's on, on a purpose. undercover mission of his on his own yes exactly and did that on purpose to make them believe that he is h was h but what's on what end what do you mean 
It's like, what does he hope to gain from that? Information. I know, but like, he's putting himself at risk. That was here. a very emotional episode for poor little Hastings. Yeah, so I can't remember the character's name because it's not said very often, but there's the woman the... that Hastings slept with. Oh my god, she's now. I think she's. she's bad I, news. I call her the purple woman because yeah, she always she wears is purple. purple. Um, I think she's H. Yeah, that's a big theory. I think she's H. I, I think I'm, she's I'm laying involved. it on the line. Now. I don't think. I don't know. I she really was in his hotel room. Yeah. She could have planted stuff. She could have like done something. I think she's in there. definitely bad news. Yes, absolutely. Very bad I news. I do think that she is H. And um, in the press this week, um, a new, very famous actress whose name has eluded me she's so famous um, is coming in for the last two <gasps> episodes what? and they're saying that because she's like quite a popular actress and you know is going to take over she could um, she could be the new Hastings role and Hastings could be leaving at the end of the season oh my I feel like Hastings might might meet his end I mean after the, sorry I'm just having a drink now <laughs> um, I mean after this week's Death. You never know what. You just next. don't know who's safe and who's not. It's amazing. It's so good. I can't wait for Sunday. Jesus, I'm get so me excited. On it. Um, Line of Duty continues on BBC One on Sunday at nine o'clock. Oh, I'm so excited. Please make sure. Now you had a couple of other things you wanted to talk about. Yeah. To slip into this okay, section. Okay. So I really want to talk about the uh, following with BBC the series on there called Mum. Oh, I love it. Okay, so yeah. Mum is all about the life of a widowed mother with a son and his son's girlfriend is very prominent in um, the program and she is pure gold and it's also about the other people that's just come in and out of her life like come and visit the house there's is it her brother and her her brother's horrible girlfriend she's such a snob she's very funny as well yeah next door neighbour that's like a little bit in love with her yeah Michael. I love it. A Scottish Michael. Scottish Michael. Um, it, it is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's glorious. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, if there's any... If you love comedy, especially situation comedy... Yeah, comedy and British heart, comedy as well. Especially things like Gavin and Stacey, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outnumbered. Um, him and Her, who yeah. actually... The, the, the guy who wrote Him and Her wrote yeah, Mum. Yeah, it's and very if, Gavin and Stacey, actually. If you love it, get on it. Yeah, Both series, very, very, very funny. Both series are on BBC iPlayer at the moment. Yeah. Series three, which is going to be the last one, yeah, is coming later in the year. Oh, thank goodness! I love it. I it's love it so too. good. I just want to have a quick shout out, very quick shout out to the reality documentary Ambulance. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I think that this. Is, oh, I wanted to start watching that. It, I saw the advert for it. I think it's such an important program. Is it a bit like? No, 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 what's your emergency? Yes. Yeah. But it's going around with ambulance crews and seeing the damage that they have to deal with and the patients and the just the workload that they have. It's incredible. And there, a lot on there at the moment is knife crime. Mm. Pretty much every episode involves like someone having been stabbed, whether it be like Manchester or London. Um, you get to see on the spot like the horrificness of these acts. And I think it's such an important programme to watch when you want to see it from the perspective of, like, the um, the services, mm-hmm. you know, and... I really want to get into it. I'm a bit bad about gore and stuff, yeah, but... It is harrowing, and it's real life, and it's there, and it doesn't pull any punches, and you get to love the characters, you know, you get to love the, like, 
the paramedics and the ambulance drivers and the people in the call centre, mm-hmm. you know, and you really get to know them. And some of them are really harrowing. But I did watch an episode today um, where um, a girl mm. had a baby in a hotel room. She mm. was 25 years old. She didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, my God. And she had the baby and she had a few complications. Um but it was a beautiful episode. Like, the girl was obviously very scared and she wasn't very well. And this baby had been born. She just went... She thought she had backache, went mm. to the toilet and had a baby. Oh, my God. And the thing was, she was apologising. Like, the hotel manager was there, obviously. And she was apologising to him the whole time, saying, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> there was a lot of, like, mess and blood yeah. and stuff. She said, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he's like, don't worry, yeah, you know. Obviously. And the baby, Elizabeth... And she was Aww. so cute. And at the end, they said that mother and daughter are doing fine. Aww. So I don't know if she'll ever hear this, but... Um, Shout out to her. The, the mother who had the baby in the hotel room, baby who had baby Elizabeth. Aww. Big shout out to you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Podcast of the week. Podcast of the week. Now, obviously, it should be the Fork and Spoon podcast because mm. we are amazing. But uh, we're humble. You know, we're <laughs> yes. Just about. Just remember we're what is it? I can't remember what it is now. Oh, we are. We're laugh terrible. At our we own laugh jokes. at our own jokes and we're irrelevant. Whoop whoop. It's all right. So therefore, we it's should be right. podcast of the week. However, but it's not this week. I don't think. I think I have mentioned this to you. But this week, my podcast of the week is going to be blackout. Hang on. I know. Turn the light oh, switch. I seriously wish there was a blackout. <laughs> it's so bright. Blackout. Okay. Yeah. So blackout is a radio drama, podcast drama, an episode released every Tuesday. Tuesday. Starring Rami Malek. No way. As the main character. Yeah. He has executively produced this as well. And it's basically a tense drama about a small town in America that has a blackout. And they think that the whole of America is also in blackout. Yeah. Um, we're not quite sure yet. We haven't found out whether it is. Mm. And it's about small town, you know, power struggles and, you know, basically laws. Um, someone quite nasty takes over and starts laying down the law and bring back, <laughs> brings back, like, capital punishment yeah. and stuff like that. So um, it's quite hard-hitting. It's really good. Rami Malek is fantastic. He plays a radio presenter slash podcaster. Wow. So, yeah, if you can get Okay, good It's really good. So my podcast of the week is Blackout. <laughs> What's the matter? So during that, I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally turned on Siri. Yeah. And look what it said. He has executively the juice. <laughs> he has executively the, the juice. He doesn't just have the juice. He didn't exactly executively produce. He, it has it. He has executively, executively oh, that's the funny. juice. I love Siri. It is time to face the geeks. Woo! Geek chic. Keith, here Geek we go. Geek chic. Well, like, literally the last month has been all about Endgame. But then the Endgame has Has now ended. ended. It's the end of the game, guys. We're not going to be talking about Endgame anymore. But what we are going to be talking about this week is 
Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So I haven't actually seen this week's Twilight Zone yet because I was at the cinema yesterday. <laughs> so I haven't seen it. So that's, I'm going to be reviewing two episodes of that next week. But Game of Thrones. So not many spoilers here if you haven't seen episode two yet. So basically um, the big battle of Winterfell is coming up in the next episode. The White Walkers have converged upon Winterfell. All of our characters are there. Um, who's going to live, who's going to survive. But let's just talk about one minute. Um, probably the most disturbing thing I've seen in Game of Thrones yet. Arya Stark had sex. Oh, who's that? Macy Williams. Oh! And I'm not quite sure how I feel about it because it was a little bit weird because she's been in it for so long and I still see her as little Aya Stark but then she had quite a raunchy scene in the last episode and I felt very uncomfortable but it has moved her character on a little bit. I think now she's ready for battle. And um, yeah, so I just think I'm really scared about how this series is going to end because I know what I want to happen. Mm. I want Jon Snow on that Iron Throne preferably with no shirt on <laughs> but I know that that's probably not going to happen I'm scared about what's going to happen to Daenerys I'm scared about what's going to happen to Winterfell um, this upcoming episode I think has been pipped as probably the best episode of Game of Thrones ever oh my god it is also the most expensive hour of television ever produced this upcoming episode oh my god what this week or next week yeah and apparently the battle is the biggest battle that's ever been shown on TV and movie now considering that I've seen Endgame Mm. and the battle at the end of Endgame I'm not quite sure how that is possible right but this week episode 3 Battle of Winterfell I'm so excited good like so so excited eek Now it's time for Agony. No! We've changed it weeks ago. I don't want it to have changed. Forking and spooning. Okay, that's fine. That's cute. Yeah, okay. Forking and spooning. This is the section where you write in with your issues. Issues and tissues. And we try and help you out a little bit. Yeah, hit me. This is our bit where we give back to society. Well, I mean, we're terrible people and we laugh our own jokes, but <laughs> we can try and, and amend our reviews that. are irrelevant. Yeah, we can try <laughs> and stop that. Lovely. So, um, I've got a couple, actually, I've got quite a few letters this week, but I've only chosen a few because I've only wanted some short ones. Lovely. <laughs> this, <laughs> this um, I chose this one purely for the first line. Okay, hit me. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. Dear Forking and Spooning, just a quickie <laughs> to ask your opinion on friends with benefits relationships. Oh my god, this is hilarious because this takes me back to when I asked when I that came up once. I was watching something and someone referenced friends with benefits, okay? And my dad goes, "What? Just mates you've got on benefits?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Your booper friends. I was like, "No." No! No, Dad! <laughs> oh I was like, I'm goodness. just going to let you believe this. So I'm currently in this setup with a guy, but I'm feeling that there are emotions oh, creeping no. in. I'm starting to feel jealous when he goes on dates and talks to other men. Should I call it a day or should I just lighten up? I think that you should communicate. My favourite word. I think you should talk to him and say... Hi, this is all really fun, but do you actually think this is going to go anywhere? 
I mean, they might have had that conversation already, and it might have gone, no, we're just going to be friends with benefits. He's like, all oh, right, okay. But that doesn't mean it's difficult. It's really hard because to... I, I understand the situation. I've been in this situation. And you think that the... What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's emotional, Keith. You think that the with benefits part is you want to keep it constant because you're like, oh, well, I'm getting that bit of this person that I wouldn't have if I wasn't involved with them this yeah, in sure. this way, which would be the case if you completely called it off. But it's actually more of a hindrance yeah. than you know because it, you're getting more and more emotionally invested. Exactly. But there's an expiry date on it, really. Yeah. I mean, unless you basically say, okay, we actually do have feelings for each other, let's start an actual relationship. Yeah, that's what I mean. Friends with benefits can't continue because if he finds a relationship, if you find a relationship, like, you know, not ruling out, even though you're having emotions for this person, you never know who you might meet no, as well. exactly. How does he feel about that? Mm. So. Oh, Yeah. It says here, um, ask your opinion on friends with benefits. I don't I think, think there's anything wrong with it. you have to be a very it. strong person. Yeah. And know what exactly what you want. And in, in, in this instance, you don't. Or you think you might be querying the kind of end result that you think this is going to be. Because at the moment, if you've both got it in your heads, it's friends with benefits, then the end result is nothing. Yeah, sure. But if you want it to be, and you know you're only going to be disappointed and let down, then you should put up some little help things for yourself. I personally think about with friends of benefits, if you go into it knowing that it's going to have an expiry date, knowing that this is not going to last forever, and having a complete understanding with that person, I don't see a problem with it. No, me neither. It always happens. It's, it's things that, some a part of life that's always going to just crop up. Should I call it a day or lighten up? Lighten up. No. <laughs> um, I did that for your face. Um, I think that you should find out what you want, prioritise that, and communicate and understand. Stop it. <laughs> drinking his bottle very inappropriately. And put yourself first. Absolutely. Because, Always put yourself first. Yeah. Do what's right Think for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, dear FNS, again, sounding like a Tesco clothing brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never been a drinker and never taken drugs. Good lad. Or, yes, lad. We don't read names out, just lads, to let you know. Lads, lads. Um, I am currently studying in Glasgow. Glasgow. I'm assuming that's I was at sick uni. And, tired of and I'm feeling a lot of pressure to go out and partake in various activities I don't feel comfortable in. But I'm not making many friends no. any advice yeah I think <laughs> the answer yeah. to your question is yes okay. I do have advice I think it's very difficult to find the, to strike the balance of especially if did he say they're at uni uh, they just says studying in, in Glasgow yeah yeah so, so yeah um, especially when you're like making new friends and stuff to strike the balance between not saying no to things that you think could lead you to have other friends and have your optimum experience and falling in with the wrong crowd. Yes. Because, yes, you might think that going out with these people is are fun, but the things that they're doing, if that's not your, your jam, okay, then there could be other people that are doing things that fits and suits you more, which yeah. it sounds like there is. If you're ever being made to feel uncomfortable people ever make you feel uncomfortable then they're not the people that you should be around and exposing yourself to there's always going to be other people who'll be willing to invite you along to what they're doing 
don't don't think that if you're saying no I don't want to go on this night out where I know everyone's going to be sniffing up in the corner like oh god um, don't think oh I'm saying no to this therefore it's going to decrease my experience because closing that door might mean you can open another one where you actually find your people yeah and your interests I don't drink I've like would admit that I have smoked the wacky wacky (laughs) once once in my lifetime I hated it. I sat in the corner thinking everyone was talking about me and, and indulged in a whole pot of really? popcorn and jam. Jam. Which was literally encrusted around my mouth the following morning. I can really imagine um, that. I hated it. I think my personal... And I'm so sorry if there's anyone out there that completely disagrees with this, but this is my personal opinion. I think that anybody that has to indulge in a substance to have fun needs to look at themselves and think, what the hell? Like... Not that you're boring, but I just think that maybe sometimes, you know, you've got to find things that... And, and are health reasons as well, you yeah. know. Like alcohol and drugs are not good everything for you. Everything in balance. Yeah, everything in balance. And, and Estelle is, like, looking at me like... No, right I don't now. say anything. I'm, I'm, you know, alcohol, okay, it's socially acceptable... I don't drink alcohol because I don't enjoy it. I don't particularly like the taste of it. You're not, I don't, definitely not alone in that. Yeah, I don't like really like the effects that it has on me. I would rather have a Pepsi Max. Other soft drinks are available. Yeah. And, you know, chat and have a good time and yeah. go home and wake up the next morning feeling fresh. I have gone off clubbing a bit. Yeah. See, Not I've, a lot, but I, a bit. <laughs> I've been clubbing and stuff and just mm. drunk soft drinks and had a more in like heightened experience maybe it's my personality i, I understand that be. maybe if you're a more of a shy person maybe alcohol can give you that little bit of confidence but for me yeah. i don't really need it i'm gonna bring you along to the next rave i go to Keith. lovely do they sell j2o yeah yay <laughs> Lovely. We spoke about this earlier when we were talking about the Ambulance TV series. But don't forget that we are linked with Only Cowards Carry, the charity that um, is trying to raise awareness and education about knife crime. Yeah. Um, You can follow Only Cowards Carry on Instagram, Facebook, and... And you can look at our association with them on our Instagram as well. We're really enjoying our links with them and excited for things that are going to come up. Lovely, Caroline Shearer. With them in the future. Is the head. That's a very good word. Thanks. Caroline Shearer is the head of the organisation. So if you want to get involved, contact her. Um, she'll be. Coming around the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) She will open you with a. Well, I can't even speak. She will welcome you with open arms. She's a lovely lady. She executively has the juice. Yes, (laughs) she does. And all the tea on knife crime in London and the UK. Yeah, which we are. Raising awareness to help uh, raise awareness and education. Yeah. So, Only Cowards Carry. Follow them. Oh, no. Are you ready? Oh, my goodness. You chose me for the challenge again You're this week. This, Last week was an utter disaster. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think you are. this is going to be You are really, not going to lie. I think this is going to be really easy for you. Mm. Because I don't know anything really about this topic. Okay, I really need an easy challenge because last week I was abysmal. <sighs> don't, we're not talking about it. No, and you're in the lead at the moment. Am I? So I yeah, I really need this to get okay. me up. This okay. is at your request. My request? A marvel. 
Oh my god, if I, if I do really bad at this... You won't, I think it's really easy. Okay. I'd like to think. Can you imagine? Some yeah. of the films I haven't seen for a long time, so... I need to flick down to the Fingers answers. crossed. 15 questions here. Okie dokie, I am ready. Okay, question one. Question one. Which S.H.I.E.L.D. character wears an eye patch in the Marvel Avengers? Uh, it's either Thor or... Mm, uh, Nick. No, no next. <laughs> oh, damn it. What is Agent Coulson's first name? Um, Ad, Al, Al, Andrew, Alan. No. Oh, pass. Oh, my God, it was oh my Phil. God. Oh, God. What colour is Black Widow's hair? Red. Yes. What is the name of the evil... As guardian character who arrives on Earth through the Tesseract. Loki. Yes. God, that was difficult. <laughs> who calls Black Widow on a cell phone in the middle of her interrogation? Uh, Hawkeye. Nope. Who is it? Someone who I've already mentioned. Huh? Nick Fury? Nope. Pass. Agent Coles. Oh, God. To which New York order. airport does Pepper Potts ask for a ride? JFK? No. Oh my god! LaGuardia. Oh god. Okay. How many horns can be found on Loki's headwear? It's two or three. Four? Three. Final answer. Three. Nope. Two. two. Damn it! Uh, what I'm number really can be seen on the side of the shield helicarrier? These are not easy at all! <laughs> I haven't seen these films in years! <laughs> Uh, 19. No, 64. Oh, damn. How much money does Steve Rogers give Nick Fury for a bet? I mean, how are these easy? <laughs> okay. These are... This, uh, <laughs> I think you'd want easy. Next. Um, Guess. For a bet, $500. No, $10. Oh, damn it. Um, what is the colour of Thor's cape? Red. Yeah, there goes. Nice easy one. <laughs> what silver symbol can be found on Captain America's chest? Silver symbol, the star. Yes. In which country does Black Widow find Bruce Banner? Oh, Romania? No, uh, Afghanistan. No, India. India, okay. Uh, the name the character who plays Captain America. No, name the actor who plays Captain America. Chris Evans. Yes. Um, which superhero saves Black Widow from the Hulk on the helicarrier? Which superhero saves Black Widow from the Hulk? Uh, Captain America, or is Iron Man? No, Thor. Oh, for what is <laughs> what is Black Widow's real name? Oh, Natasha Romanovsky. I can't. Romanov. Yeah, Romanov. Yeah. Romanov. Yeah. Sorry. That's it. You got one, what? two, three, four. Oh my god, that's oh, a disaster! That makes me feel better. Listen, any Avengers fans out there, did you get any of those ones that wrong that I got wrong? Because if you did, then I won't feel so bad. Oh, that's another so terrible challenge. Please, please don't let it be me next week. Please. Sorry, doll. They were really hard. I don't go easy. I can never pronounce her. Natasha Romanoff. 
Ro- yeah, Rom- Romanov. Romanov. Yeah. Romanov. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, well, I'm s- probably a little bit in the lead now because you haven't done a challenge for two weeks. That's the only reason why. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but next week... you're against nothing. Guess what? What? We're having a joint challenge. A duel. So there'll be no uh, poll about who's going to take the challenge. No. We are both taking one, okay, to see if we can boost our points up. Um, also next week, and you don't know about this, but I'm just going to drop it on you anyway. Oh my God. Next week, from now on, for the next maybe two or three podcasts, we're not going to be reviewing musicals. Oh. We're going to be reviewing movie musicals. Oh, yeah, okay. That's so we're going to put a poll up for which yeah. movie musical you would like us to review. Lovely. We're going to watch the movie afresh. Afresh. And then we can Great review idea. it. That was episode seven, seven of the Fork and Spoon podcast. Oh, Don't, this has been a good one. This has been fun. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, you you can contact us on fork and spoon podcast at yahoo.com <laughs> and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Witch in the Wardrobe. Um MrTumnus.com. No, you can't listen to us on the moon unless you've got your IB for white party top ready. <laughs> um, and you can also listen to us on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Spotify. Don't forget to tune in next week for episode. Eight. 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 I Octagonal. Eight. Absolutely. See you Enjoy later. Enjoy your week. Bye. The problem. The problem now is Keith. Where it's getting hotter. Yeah. As soon as we exit this this, this room. Yeah. I want to be feel like I'm walking back into the Arctic, but I mean we're walking back into it's like when you, the heat. Yeah. It's walking from one frying pan yeah. into another. It's like when you walk out an airport and you're hit by the heat. That's what I feel like everywhere I go. Hit by as soon the as heat. I wake up. Oh my word. Well, let's go.